This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 18th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Pelosi makes way for new generation. Economist warns on heatflation. Concerns over Scott Cattle Bill. Pelosi and top Democrats vacate leadership roles. House Democrats will soon be under new leadership. Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced yesterday that she will step down from leadership along with Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and Majority Whip Jim Clyburn. Representative Hakeem Jeffries, a lawyer from Brooklyn, is the front runner to take over the party's top leadership post in the new Congress. So it will be important to see who gets his ear on ag issues. Among House Democrats, Representative Shelley Pingree, the main Democrat, is one caucus member who could be influential with Jeffries, says former House Ag Committee Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota. Peterson told AgriPulse he, pers- he personally has a good relationship with Jeffries and believes he would be okay on ag issues as long as he listens to the right people. Now, Pelosi didn't have a background in ag either, but she understood the political importance of the sector because of her tenure at the head of the California Democratic Party in the late 70s and early 80s, Peterson said. Now, take note. Peterson has long credited Pelosi with getting environmentalists to agree to passage of the expanded renewable fuel standard in 2007. Peterson says she was all about becoming energy independent. She saw ethanol and biodiesel as part of that potential. She also was speaker when the last child nutrition bill passed, the Healthy Hunger Kids Free Act of 2010, as well as the landmark Food Safety Modernization Act. You can read our 2019 report on Pelosi's link to the RFS and other ag issues at agripulse.com. Economist. Heatflation could threaten food production. A top U.S. agricultural economist is warning that rising global temperatures pose a serious threat to the world food production. Dan Bossi, president of Ag Resource Company, acknowledges that more data is needed to confirm the trends, but he believes high temperatures are behind a stagnation in global crop yields that has occurred over recent years. He calls this heatflation. Speaking at the Sustainable Agriculture Summit in Glendale, Arizona, Bossi noted that many different growing regions across Across the world saw extremely high temperatures this year, and now the U.S. is in one of the driest periods in the history of the U.S. With regard to the drought monitor, which was launched more than 20 years ago, this is where heatflation is coming in and really causing crop yields to struggle, he said. Bossy told AgriPulse he has shared his concerns with USDA. I would make sure we get a few more data points. It's scary for the world. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. 
but changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. House Coalition releases Farm Bill climate change recommendations. Expansion of USDA conservation programs and more research on mushrooms and biocar are among a broad range of policy recommendations in a report from the House Sustainable Energy and Environment Coalition. The coalition's Ag Task Force, led by co-chairs Kim Schreier of Washington and Shelley Pingree, say in a letter to the House Ag Committee that the report identifies opportunities within the Farm Bill to further tackle the climate crisis. Among the specifics, make greenhouse gas emission reduction and carbon sequestration a purpose of the Environmental Quality Incentives Program, Add soil health enhancement and greenhouse gas emission reduction to the criteria for ranking proposals for entry into the conservation stewardship program and add greenhouse gas emission reduction and carbon sequestration to the list of top 10 practices that can qualify for higher equip payment rates. Now keep this in mind. Democrats will be in the minority when House Ag starts to work on the next farm bill. Livestock groups seek answers on Scott Bill. As the livestock groups prepare for the 2023 Farm Bill discussion, key stakeholders want to know more about how the current House Ag Committee Chairman, David Scott of Georgia, plans to proceed on the Small Family Farmer and Rancher Relief Act. The bill, introduced in July, would create an insurance program for ranchers with 100 head or less and provide indemnities when the farmer's share of the retail dollar drops below 51.7%. In a letter obtained by AgriPulse, the Livestock Marketing Association, the American Farm Bureau Federation, and National Cattlemen's Beef Association asked Scott's staff to answer 15 questions, including how they reach the 100 head threshold estimated costs, the impact on the Farm Bill baseline funding, and who provided feedback on the draft of the bill because they were not included in drafting discussions. Ukraine Humanitarian Grain Program kicks off with wheat for Ethiopia. Ukraine, working with funding from Germany and the United Nations, is starting its Humanitarian Grain from Ukraine program with a shipment of 27,000 tons of wheat that is destined for Ethiopia. That, according to the consulting firm APK Inform, the essence of the program, according to the Ukrainian Deputy Minister of Infrastructure, said in a Facebook post, it's to buy Ukrainian grain by developed countries for Africa and Asian countries that already do not have enough food. APK Inform says at least 10 ships per month are expected to deliver grain from Odessa under the program now that the Black Sea Grain Initiative has been extended. FSIS to expand E. coli testing for beef products. USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service will expand testing for six types of E. coli on beef products in February. 
The agency currently just tests beef manufacturing trimming samples. The proposed change would require inspection on other raw ground beef components like head meat, cheek meat, and esophagus meat, among other types. These products are currently only tested for E. coli 0157H7 and salmonella, the agency says in a Federal Register notice today. Here's today's He Said It. Her leadership, her passion, commitment in that leadership position will be missed. I'm certainly glad to see that she's going to continue to serve in Congress, and I think she'll continue to play a very important role in nutrition issues. That Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's decision not to seek re-election as party leader. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, November 18th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly. 